At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. What's up? This is your boy, Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Any college baseball fans out there? If you're traveling to see your team and need a place to stay, two words for you. Graduate hotels. We stayed at the Nashville location for the SEC tournament. It was awesome. Beautiful rooms, cool vibe, and perfect location. They have over 30 hotels in the best college towns. And get this, they'll give you up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's C-R-S-H-O-W. Good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Book today at graduatehotels.com. This is R.J. Bell with the Sports Bang Headlines for Tuesday. Browns head coach out, out with COVID. Pittsburgh was a four-point favorite, now a six-point favorite. Too much of a move? I think maybe. Heisman odds, this is interesting. Devontae Smith is the big favor. But when voting closed, he was only minus 180. Yesterday, he was minus 500. Now he's minus 1,000. Something seems to have leaked. Kevin Durant out with COVID. One of the biggest line moves we've seen in NBA history. An eight-point adjustment. Here comes a four-hour of the Vegas Truth covering all that and more. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. 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 This is Straight out of Vegas with the voice of Vegas, your host, R.J. Bell. The pregame show America has always wanted. I the future. From the Vegas Strip, here's R.J. Bell. You heard it. I'm R.J. live on a Tuesday, live in Las Vegas, live on 225 FSR stations across this great, great nation. Tuesday's always a special show. Jonas and I going one-on-one. You know, I'm going to give him a chance because I got to be honest. I gave him a lot of heat because I felt like the expansion of the NFL playoffs maybe was cheapening things. And I'm not sure I'm wrong, 
But what I know is a lot of people have seemed to have swung from being skeptics to saying, hey, there's six games this weekend. That sounds good. So I'm going to give him a chance to see where his head's at and, <laughs> and uh, maybe, you know, kind of push it back on me a little bit because I have been giving him a lot of heat. He is in Los Angeles, and he's the Joe, Jonas Knox. Always good to be here, RJ. And yes, on a day in which we are just now days away from a busy wildcard weekend in the NFL. Plus, we got some concerns about a national championship game and whether that's going to be played on time in college football. What is the Vegas lead here on this Tuesday? I got to think it's the Cleveland Browns and the fact that with the COVID outbreak, that fundamentally changes this game. At least the odds adjustment says it does. Yeah, and head coach Kevin Stefanski, two other members of his coaching staff, and two players, including Pro Bowl guard Joe Batonio, tested positive for COVID-19. None of them will be available this weekend as they play the Pittsburgh Steelers. You know, this is a good example, Jonas, of my corollary. I don't learn someone's difficult name to pronounce unless they insist upon it, meaning that the <laughs> news is so big, there's no way to avoid it. So I, I was doing a little work today on this one. But if we look, if we look at the Browns-Steelers line, as of 24 hours ago, line was Pittsburgh favored by four points. Now remember, home field advantage is minuscule, small in the NFL this season – because of COVID, lack of fans. Thus, this is pretty much saying, let's call it a point. So it was saying Pittsburgh's about three points better. One point for home field, three points. The line was four. Now, in the 24 hours or so since, we're not certain that the COVID outbreak is the only factor, but it obviously is the biggest factor. And the line has gone from four to six. So a two-point adjustment. That's a fairly significant adjustment. In fact, the case could be made, and this is true. No player in the NFL, no player other than a quarterback is worth two points. Aaron Donald, not worth two points. You know, go through your list. Whoever you think is going to be your favorite receiver, your favorite running back. There's only, you know, less than, you know, about a handful worth a point and a half. And then there's maybe 30 worth a point and more worth half a point. You know, Fezzik thinks there's 130 worth half a point, but that, you know, that's too much, but okay. It, it's debatable, the whole thing. But think about this, and let me just ask you from the fan's perspective, would you say that any head coach, and let's put Belichick maybe, Andy Reid maybe, in a different category, but other than the great greats, could you imagine a coach in a given game and, and, and I want to take a minute before I ask you, Jonas, to make this distinction. When Saban was out, of, uh, I think originally earlier in the season, there was rumors he had COVID and then the lines moved. And then I think it was the Georgia game that he actually did miss, if I recall. Yeah. And the line moved, you know, significantly. And to me, what I said at the time was I thought it was way too much and the line did come back to pretty much where it was, even though he missed the game. So I think that was a sign I was probably right. And here was my rationale. What a coach does in the course of a calendar year versus what he does game day. In college, game day is a small percentage of it. There's recruiting. There's culture building. There's team building. All those th- player development, all that still had the Nick Saban stamp on it. Right, the Nick Saban influence. Yeah. 
it was on game day he wouldn't be there. Now, in the NFL, obviously game day isn't the entire contribution, but I think it's a bigger percentage. And I would make the case it's a especially big percentage with the Browns. That said, though, whatever percentage you think it is, game day versus other things, does it make sense that a coach is worth more than the best player, non-quarterback in the NFL? No, especially a coach making his first ever playoff start or playoff appearance in Kevin Stefanski. That that seems a little bit odd to me. I, I wonder if, because we've seen in the most recent example, and, and this is the only one that I can think of of the NFL this year, is the Lions when they had their COVID outbreak and their head coach was down for the Tampa Bay game in which Tampa Bay blew them out. Maybe some of this is, well, we've seen this once before in the NFL. The Lions got completely manhandled because their head coach was out, but I don't know that you would put the Lions and Browns anywhere we're in the same stratosphere this season so maybe that's sort of the justification as to why the line moved as much as it did yeah I think it's mostly name right I think it's the how many players if you think about it do people know I mean in a, if it's not your favorite team yeah so if it's a casual fan and you say how many Browns do you know right there's going to be Baker Mayfield you, you know, they're going to say OBJ, but he's not playing. Jarvis Landry. Some I mean, other, yeah. I think Landry, you're getting to the, like a hardcore fan, right? I mean, I'm not saying hard, hardcore, but I'm saying someone that does more than watch a couple games a month. Yeah. That, you know, you're going to have to watch more, at least a game a week to know Landry, I think. Yeah. So to me, when you got a guy who's looking to be coach of the year or at least in the conversation legitimately, <clears throat> I think it's the name recognition. I also think the following. I think this line might be warranted in this case. Because when you have a situation where a team has, hasn't done something for 15 years, and then the first year the guy comes in and says, hold my beer, I'm on it, and he does it. Especially with a Baker Mayfield, you could make the case, I think it's valid to at least make the case, that he isn't the most mentally tough quarterback we've seen. That it seems like he gets affected by pressure more. He gets affected by circumstances more. Brady, you know, obviously more mature, uh, more of a veteran, but Brady's laser focused. I don't think people think Baker Mayfield laser focused. In a way, he's got a Sherpa, right? In a way, he's got a guy, someone to take his hand and say, come with me. And he's responded to that. But now the mentor is gone. So it feels to me that the the main change with the Browns this year was about having an identity, having a culture that everyone bought or most players bought into. And if the originator, the source of that culture is gone, there's going to be kind of like, where's daddy? I think, what do you think? Yeah, no, I think there could be something to that. Um, I, Betonio is a, a bad loss for him, just in the in the stance that multiple time Pro Bowler, second team All Pro. You know, he's really helped, been a stabilizing force of that offensive line. So I think that's going to be a big loss. I also wonder, and I don't even know if this is done, but you've talked about how you know bookies and or how you know Vegas and some of the people that run sports books, you know, they're they're cockroaches. They'll they'll try and take it. 
advantage of you. You've talked about how they'll use something and manipulate it to their advantage. How much of this was an excuse to maybe move the line this much when really where we should be most concerned is what we saw a week ago in Baker Mayfield, I would argue, getting outplayed by Mason Rudolph at times. See, but here's the thing. The bookies can move the line anywhere they want, whenever they want. And that's legitimately their right. They are cockroaches in many ways. But giving them the right to decide the price, that you know, effectively the spread is the price, right? Yeah. So if someone wants to sell a car for fifty thousand and people think it's worth twenty five well, you know, in this case, you can bet both sides. So in a way, that's why the bookie has to stay in line to some degree. But being in line really means with the rest of the market. Because if you think about it, the, the best analogy for bookies when it comes to the other bookies is gas stations. Is you might be in a town with only one gas station. And then they're going to do what they do, right? Gouge. Yeah. But in, in general, if you're in Vegas or most cities or most towns, there's going to be a gas station on one corner and a gas station across the street or on another corner. If one guy's at three bucks a gallon and the other guy's at four bucks a gallon, you know where everyone's going. And right. that's the four bucks is irrelevant. It's like fantasy. So the market is going to – now, you as a bookie – I'm not saying you're a bookie. I mean, maybe that's an aspiration. <laughs> but, but as a bookie – it's a situation where you can take, have an opinion, but that just puts you one notch in a certain direction. So let's say that you love Pittsburgh, that you don't want any Browns action. And the line right now, the market is six. It's very reasonable that you would make it six and a half. And then anyone that wants the Browns that has you as an out, you're, they're going to bet the Browns with you. So you're going to get one, because no one's going to bet six and a half laying the points if six is everywhere right yeah and and that's one of the reasons why one of our basic tenants is if you want to even think about winning you've got to have multiple outs you got to have three outs typically so even if you have three outs if one guy's at six and a half and the other two are at six if you like the browns you're going to play six and a half with the one and if you like pittsburgh you're going to lay six with one of the other two okay so but that guy that loves Pittsburgh as a bookie wouldn't have any sense, rhyme or reason, to make it seven. Because it's the old saying about the bear, right? I don't have to be faster than the bear. I've got to be faster than you. If, if you have the best line in a certain direction, you don't need to be better than the best. So in a way, the bookie gets to skew his line by a half a point if he wants to. And that's when he has an opinion on the game and he wants to be lopsided and get only that action. But in general, the market's going to dictate. So I, I agree with the following. Straight out of Vegas, I'm R.J. Bell. If bettors were thinking about Pittsburgh, they were ready to bet Pittsburgh, but they were waiting, thinking, is this line going to dip? I want to see this injury report. Whatever was causing them to kind of wait. The minute this news comes out, all of the Pittsburgh demand <laughs> gets bet instantly. Yeah. And that's, that's, that's one of the – sometimes with these moves, it's a combination of unlocking some demand that was waiting with the fact that the, the, the news itself is worthy of movement. I, in general, I'm a skeptic when it comes to how much coaches are worth on game. I think coaches are humongous – 365 days in aggregate. I think a good coach is 
to be candid, if you could give me Belichick at age 40 or, you know, with many years left and pick your player, who, who do you think is the most valuable player in the NFL that's a non-quarterback? Oh, geez. Um, Devontae so, Adams? All right, let's say that. Okay. Is I would take Belichick at, you know, or even let's say at age uh, 55. Let's say typically a receiver is going to have 10 years, let's say, early in his career left. Let's say Belichick with 10 years left, wherever, whenever that would be. I'll take Belichick over Adams. Uh, okay, or actually, now let me think of it. I'll, I'll go Derrick Henry. All right. I'll take Belichick over Derrick Henry, especially because really? Derrick yeah. Henry's not going to have 10 years, right? Right. But, but, but again, that's an interesting debate who the most valuable if you were yeah. redrafting today. But I don't care because other than the quarterback, I'm taking Belichick or I'm taking Andy Reid or I'm taking Sean Payton or I'm taking, quite frankly, Shanahan or I'm taking McVay. And I, mean, I, I yeah. also think – the play callers would be like I would argue that Lincoln Riley of Oklahoma is a bigger loss on game day for Oklahoma than Nick Saban would be for Alabama because that's right because on the day of the game they're calling the play yeah now that brings up an interesting point and it's a good little quick segue here so let's take a moment to just wrap up the Browns so what we're saying here is that the line has moved significantly Pittsburgh was a four-point favorite Upon the news, the line is up to six. We believe typically, typically the coaching on game day is overvalued. I think with Stefanski, ooh, that there's a situation <laughs> I worked up to. It. There's a situation where him being the mentor, him being the Sherpa in a way, maybe has more value. And I especially think it's going to have value if the Browns get down. Typically in a game, you're going to have a time both teams are going to feel a little desperate at a given point. And I think the odds of the Browns at a certain point being down 10 is pretty decent. I think if he was there, they'd be able to handle it much better. So if you're in-game betting, I think if the Browns are in a, a position where they would need daddy, well, daddy ain't being there is going to be pretty tough. Okay, quickly, though, because you bring up a great topic. A lot of coaching speculation who's going to get hired and the new age people are saying we want offensive coaches offense offense is the key in the nfl these days other people are saying wait a minute because there's so many offensive coaches being selected to get head jobs there's a a lack of talent there that pool has been uh thinned out and now we've got some great defensive coaches that, that have yet to really get a head coaching chance. Thus, you're getting, let's say, a 9 out of 10 on defense or a 7 out of 10 on offense because the 8s and 9s on offense have already been gobbled up. I disagree with that. I actually think it's logical, but they're missing one point. The ones that say go defense are missing one point. If you're a great offensive coach and you're not a head coach, you're a coordinator – and let's say Brady with Carolina is an example of that. Joe Brady is he is going to get a chance at a head job so much younger than you. I mean, he's already like the second favorite to be one of the coaches. The guy's like 33 years old. And thus, if you do hire a defensive head coach, if you get an offensive coordinator that's any good, they'll be gone within two years. So in a way, if you hire Shanahan, for example, You've got your offensive coordinator effectively for the rest of his tenure. 
and defensive coordinators are easier to get, great ones. If you hire a defensive guy like Fangio, and now he's got to hire coordinators, if they stink, you can keep them. But if they're any good, they're going to get gobbled up, not to go be an OC somewhere else, but to be a head coach like Brady will be within a year or two, I think, for sure. How does that resonate with you? Yeah, no, it makes a lot of sense. I mean, just look at Tennessee. I mean, Tennessee's got a defensive-minded head coach in Mike Vrabel. They've got an offensive coordinator who everybody is out to get because of what he's done with Ryan Tannehill and what he's done with Derrick Henry in that offense. So, yeah, that's a perfect example right there. So even though I think the odds of hitting it with a true A-plus on offense are tougher because that pool is thinned out, I think the payoff is so much bigger because if you get that guy, you've got the offense covered too for the rest of his time. And if you get a good DC, you're just going to be go that becomes head coach. You're just going to be swapping out. You're either going to have a failure or, or a, uh, an average OC, or once they're good, they're gone. And that's how do you build anything there? I'm RJ Bell, straight out of Vegas. Speaking of building, you know, let's do a jumbo couple last couple of minutes here. We'll do a jumbo first segment. Let's talk a little bit about the Dolphins and all this talk. I'm a skeptic, Jonas, when it comes to. Oh, so-and-so said he's not cheating on his wife. Or so-and-so says he's not cheating on his taxes. Or so-and-so says our quarterback is our quarterback. It's like, okay, what's the consequence if it's otherwise? And it's like none. Oh, like a coach saying he's going to stay at the program as he's packing his bags, you know, to leave. What's your take on the stuff coming out of Miami? They can say whatever they want, but they're picking <laughs> they're picking high enough in the draft that I think nothing from Tua and nothing from their handling of Tua this year tells me that they 100% believe that he's their guy of the future, that they're 100% certain he's their guy, and they're picking high enough in the draft that if that's the case, this is the year that that's okay to have that that outlook on things because you're going to have your choice of potentially the second-best quarterback in the draft, whether it be Justin Fields or Trey Lance or Zach Wilson. And so this idea that right after the season they're going to say that Tua is their guy moving forward, he's their quarterback in 2021 – I get why you're saying it publicly, but I'll believe it when I see it. No, I think that's very sharp. I will, though, I'm kind of shocked in a way at one of the things you said. And it's funny. I, I We'll get into this Peterson, you know, aftermath with the Eagles because I was kind of surprised with your take on that one yesterday. Let me ask you this. What about the Dolphins, the way they've handled Tua, shows you that they're not – that they're pessimistic about him because my case would be that when you have Fitzpatrick playing top 12 level quarterback throughout the year, if you look at the stats, he's about the you know 10th, 11th, 12th. I mean, a shockingly good result as a quarterback, especially with all the talk about Wotua and uh, he doesn't have any receivers and, and the scheme is bad. It's like, okay, well, you know, Fitzpatrick's playing with the same skill position players, the playmakers or lack thereof, same scheme, and he's a top 12 quarterback. Tua isn't, isn't even close. The fact that they gave Tua significant starts and significant playing time, even though he was clearly at this point not the better quarterback, and the other quarterback was top 12, or let's even be conservative and say top half of the league, isn't that a sign of a real commitment to him? I think that would have been a sign of a commitment had they not benched him twice in games. Like that, that to me told me everything I needed to know about what their, their feelings on Tua were. 
It just it's uh, it's odd to me. I've never seen anybody do it. It's never I don't recall it ever happening in the NFL. But but in a way, see that's interesting. So you're saying if they would have kept him in, because it feels like to me it's like when a when a dad is teaching a kid to drive and they're in the parking lot and there's a sense of like okay let's finally go out on the street you're ready now the kid's going to drive until the dad has to take over in a way and and to me it, you're saying let the kid wreck the car and that's a sign that he really trusts him i'm saying the fact he's letting him drive in a place he could wreck is a sign of the trust the fact when things get tough the dad takes the wheel is just reality uh, so yeah I just at some point he's got to learn to go through this stuff and every quarterback has to deal with it. Every quarterback has stinkers and and there was an opportunity for him to go through it and for them to try and really find out as he works through this stuff early in his career, whether or not he's up to the task. And it's either they just don't believe in him or something was seen with him previously that they thought this is not the right move. I just I don't I it's it's just bizarre handling and this idea that they made the right decision because they won that game against the Raiders I totally I just disagree with and there's a lot of people throwing that out there I think that was a large part because of the Raiders undoing on defense I just I was not a fan of how they handled it unless they just don't believe he's their guy and if that's the case then yeah you make the move we we saw Arizona do it with Josh Rosen after one year so yeah well listen Anyone that says that Tua and, – and, and closing thought on this, there's a lot of people saying, whoa, slow down. All they say is, whoa, slow down. It's like sometimes slowing down is not good. Sometimes you know something. And I'm not saying we know Tua is not going to make it, but what we know is this hasn't been an impressive first year. Agreed. And the idea that it has been, I, as much, you know, like Trent Dilfer was on the herd talking about how he's more impressed today. And – to me, I don't. I mean, I've always liked Dilfer as an analyst. I just don't understand that. I don't understand. Uh, the only thing you can have any optimism over is it feels like physically he's fine, which was a big question mark. So now with that removed, it's back to, well, how good was he to start with? And I think that, let's be candid, two teams recently that have been very aggressive, and I say recently, last seven, eight, ten years, when it comes to quarterbacks are two teams that in theory really benefited from it. Seattle, when they got Russell Wilson, they had you know they had paid for a free agent, and they said, "Well, we'll do a third round pick too," and that paid off. And obviously, you just mentioned the Cardinals going a second time in the top ten in two years. But quarterback is that important, and the Jets are going to face that next. In fact, let's take our first break after a jumbo first segment, and I have a segment called "Colin Is Crazy." And I think we might have the craziest addition yet, and it involves Sam Darnold. He's RJ Bell. I'm Jonas Knox. This is the pregame show you've always wanted right here on Fox Sports Radio. Straight out of Vegas! Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. 
The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Job searching can be a lonely process. Endless searching, phone calls that go nowhere, applications that vanish. It's time for a better way to find a job. Express Employment Professionals is the local jobs expert you can trust, and they never charge a fee to help with your job search. Go to ExpressPros.com to find the office near you. Each year, tens of thousands of job seekers find work with help of Express Employment Professionals, and Express helps people find all kinds of jobs, from manual manufacturing to logistics to customer service to accounting and more getting an interview with express can be as easy as a phone call and with just one application with express employment professionals you're in the running for numerous opportunities in your community make your job search easier by letting the professionals at express be your talent agent to find you the right spot on a great team express employment professionals is your one connection for getting a job visit expresspros.com today Cavino and Rich here, and whether you're headed to a campus to see some college baseball, meet up with old friends, or show off the alma mater to your kids, spring is prime time in college towns. And if you're planning a trip, two words for you, graduate hotels. There's no better place to stay. You know we're fans. We were at the Nashville location, and it was sweet. Definitely recommend it. So listen, when it's time to book, get up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's C-R-S-H-O-W. Good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Go book your stay at graduatehotels.com. And hey, if you're already looking ahead to college football season, you could book rooms at Graduate Hotel this fall as well. But we'll warn you, reservations for those big weekends fill up fast, so go there sooner than later. Head to graduatehotels.com. And again, up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Go book your stay at graduatehotels.com. I'm R.J. Bell. We are straight out of Vegas. And I'm Jonas Knox, voice of you, the fan. Coming up here in just a couple of moments, we will get into the decision for the New York Jets at the top of next year's draft. This happens to be Jonas's favorite segment we do, the calling is crazy. Is, isn't that true? I, I, no, I, I don't think so. Uh, uh-huh, I, I uh-huh. like a lot of the Friday segments. <laughs> the, uh, the picks. It's a great day to join us. This is the fastest growing show on Fox Sports Radio. Audience has doubled in the last year plus. Thank you so much for the support. And we promise to finish this football season strong. I think it's by far the best football season yet. You can listen on the iHeartRadio app. Just search straight out of Vegas. Right here in Vegas on the Strip, 63 degrees, and the neon is pumping. So, RJ, the New York Jets have a decision to make at the top of the draft coming up here in the next few months, and it's what do they do with the number two pick? Do they go quarterback, or do they try and build around one Sam Darnold? Okay, so we know that Colin and right here on FSR The Herd, one of the great radio guys. Now, you can tell I'm going to get pretty tough when I have to start with this. Okay. One of the greats, all-timer. And I actually agree with that. I listen every day. Now, I think it's human nature, and it's not just Colin, to 
want to see things through the prism that affirms your perspective. So that's fancy, I guess, to say you don't want to be wrong. You don't want to be wrong. So if you thought Sam Darnold was going to be great, what do you do? You look at his stats and you say, yeah, but from this angle, they're pretty good. Right? And it's not objective. It's hard to be objective. Uh, you've heard probably the phrase cognitive dissonance. It's the idea that our brains don't want to see the contradictions. We don't want to be wrong. Because then it starts being like, okay, what else are we wrong about? What's the consequences of being wrong? And our brains were developed at a time when tigers could eat us, you know, as a species. So it's like being wrong had severe consequences, you know, even worse than today, if you're wrong about a take on a quarterback, for example. So we got to fight. And this is what gamblers deal with all the time. They bet a team. They lose. Now, were they wrong or was it a fumble? Was it a bad beat? Should they have won? They had the right side. If you add, it's like the old joke, Jonas. It's not even a joke. Is they literally polled a bunch of people when they used to do the hot or not stuff, you know, one to 10 on people is like, what do you think the average person is? And they'd say, oh, five. Yeah. What do you think you are? Seven and a half, like literally the everyone <laughs> averaged out to a seven and a half. Now, how could that be, right? So we're all going to look at things our way. And, and I think with gambling, there's probably 16, let's say there's 16 NFL games in a full weekend. There's going to be uh, 22 of those teams at minimum that feel like they should, uh, that betters that feel like they should have won with those 22 teams, even though they play, like six of them played each other. Yeah. Right. And it's like one, th the team about the home or the people about the home team thought the home team should win. People about the road team thought the road team should have won or covered. Okay. We get it, but you got to fight past it because that's how you see things clearly. And I'm not saying I do that perfectly, but I try, I try very hard and I'm not sure if Colin's trying hard enough when it comes to Sam Darnold. And this is what I tweeted out at RJ in Vegas on Twitter. You can see the numbers exactly as they lay out is let's look at Sam Darnold and ask ourselves how his season has gone. This is his third year. He had mono last year. Like let's accept that somehow mono prevented us from having a legit assessment of him this year. And I'm going to run off a couple of different rankings. QBR, he's last. Sam Darnold is last. Not next to last, last. 33 out of 33. Pro Football Focus, 40 quarterbacks. Sam Darnold's number 37 this year. Expected points added. A very um, respected analytics with the New Age community. He's 25 out of 27. And then this is the kicker, Sports Info Solutions, which is actually a provider to football outsiders, and like they get they got some great raw numbers. They rank every quarterback, including third stringers. They've got them 84 out of 84. Sam Darnold as the worst quarterback on a roster, 84 out of 84. Now we can debate: is QBR good? Is expected points good? Is Sports Info Solutions good? But point, and Jonas, I'll let you have the other side of this, point to me the any objective assessment that says Sam Darnold's not a total 
flop. And the reason this is important, obviously, is the Jets have the second pick. And Colin was on the show today talking about how smart it would be if they kept Darnold and just used, you know, traded down and, and got a bunch of new playmakers so he actually had someone to throw to. I think that's the more risky decision. I think it's risky because like jumping it, off a bridge is risky. Yeah, it just, like you're basically saying that from what you've seen of Sam Darnold, there's enough hope there to justify wanting to build around him as your quarterback, and that's a more risky decision than it would be starting fresh with a brand new quarterback who's never played a snap in the NFL. And that should tell you all you need to know about how Sam Darnold's been. And I would, I mean, who's been a of all the quarterbacks? You want to just go to his draft class. The only quarterback in the first round from his draft class that he's been better than is Josh Rosen. And Josh Rosen hasn't really gotten an opportunity. He hasn't seen nearly the opportunity that Sam Darnold is. Baker Mayfield's been better. Josh Allen's been better. Lamar Jackson's been miles better than Sam Darnold. I, I just I don't I don't see what people are watching. And, and it's not even about who's better in the draft class. Because then it can be a debate about who made the better pick. The question is, is this guy a serviceable quarterback? And the last point I would make is after a rookie year, and this applies to Tua that we just talked about, after a rookie year, quarterbacks can have a bad rookie year, and a lot of them have good careers, a lot of them. Very rarely do you see a bad second year and the quarterback plays well in his career. And even more rarely is a bad third year. And once again, this is his third year. And if you look at the rankings, he's last in QBR, 37 out of 40 by pro football focus, 25 out of 27 by expected points added, and 84 out of 84 by Sports Info Solutions. That it's, it's a consensus. He's horrible. The only thing you can hope for is that he gets better. And all the talk about he doesn't have a, a good supporting cast, all the talk— I mean, like like Joe Burrow had a good supporting cast. Like, explain right. to me who's worse, the Jets without Sam Darnold or the Bengals without Burrow. There's no debate. The Bengals are worse. And it's also, for as much grief as Trubisky gets, I'll take Trubisky. Oh, he's Sam so Darnold. much better. Yeah, he's I, so much better. Not even, not even close. And I got not, listen, I got nothing against Sam Darnold, though I, I was flabbergasted at the amount of love he's gotten. I don't understand how it works, but I mean, you know, it seems like darn, a lot of people own like a piece of him or something, which is absurd because no <laughs> one does. But it's like I could see if these media guys were getting 5% of his future salary, why they're doing what they're doing. Otherwise, it can only be it seems to me and not in every case let's accept there's going to just be reasonable disagreements though i think this borders on unreasonable but let's say it's a reasonable disagreement i think in a lot of cases it is cognitive dissonance it is they just don't want to be wrong and to me you owe it to the audience to tell them the truth every day and if that truth in your eyes change from day to day you got to share that with them that's what i make sure fezzik does all the time jonas (laughs) Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. Jonas Knox, voice of you, the fan. He's the voice of Vegas, RJ Bell. Let's take our final break. When we come back, though, we have two gigantic trends in the NFL, meaning things that the league-wide had happened. We're going to name them and tell you, will they continue into the playoffs and into next season? These are gigantic. That's coming up next. He's RJ Bell. I'm Jonas Knox. This is the pregame show you've always wanted right here on Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. 
And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Job searching can be a lonely process. Endless searching, phone calls that go nowhere, applications that vanish. It's time for a better way to find a job. Express Employment Professionals is the local jobs expert you can trust, and they never charge a fee to help with your job search. Go to ExpressPros.com to find the office near you. Each year, tens of thousands of job seekers find work with help of Express Employment Professionals, and Express helps people find all kinds of jobs, from manual manufacturing to logistics to customer service to accounting and more getting an interview with express can be as easy as a phone call and with just one application with express employment professionals you're in the running for numerous opportunities in your community make your job search easier by letting the professionals at express be your talent agent to find you the right spot on a great team express employment professionals is your one connection for getting a job visit expresspros.com today Cavino and Rich here, and whether you're headed to a campus to see some college baseball, meet up with old friends, or show off the alma mater to your kids, spring is prime time in college towns. And if you're planning a trip, two words for you, graduate hotels. There's no better place to stay. You know we're fans. We were at the Nashville location, and it was sweet. Definitely recommend it. So listen, when it's time to book, get up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's C-R-S-H-O-W. Good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Go book your stay at graduatehotels.com. And hey, if you're already looking ahead to college football season, you could book rooms at Graduate Hotel this fall as well. But we'll warn you, reservations for those big weekends fill up fast, so go there sooner than later. Head to graduatehotels.com. And again, up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Go book your stay at graduatehotels.com. I'm R.J. Bell. We're straight out of Vegas. And I'm Jonas Knox, voice of you, the fan. So, R.J., we've been talking a lot of NFL today. Wild card weekend is just a few days away, which brings up the topic of trends in the National Football League. Yeah, these are league-wide, and it's important to acknowledge are they going to be or ascertain are they going to continue into the playoffs they going to continue next season the first one is 2020 was the highest scoring season ever in the nfl 49.6 points a game almost 50 points a game combined highest ever the second highest was almost a field goal less in 2013 so Part of it 
and we talked about this a lot early in the season, was they weren't calling offensive holding. And if you let them hold effectively, it's going to be hard to stop the offenses. But that stopped, you know, I don't know, five, six games in, it really dissipated where they started calling more holding penalties. So I just looked at the second half of the season saying, okay, that's without the benefit of the liberal non-holding calls. And it was would have been a record even the second half of the year. So it was slightly less. It looked like the holding was about a point or so per game. But otherwise, it still would have broken the record. All right, so the question is why? What's happening? Now, number one, I think... There's just more efficiency. They're just People are just better at their jobs on offense. There's all the seven-on-seven, seven and the kids now that are quarterbacks and that into adulthood, they've been doing it. You know, you think about Terry Bradshaw or think about Joe Namath and think about even Joe Montana as you go, Dan Marino. Those guys were super talented, but they didn't have an entire industrial complex built up about offense. And, I mean, that's what you have now with all the camps, all the quarterback coaches and all that. The rules, I think, number two, the rules have gotten more offensive friendly, no doubt about it. One last thing that people don't talk about as much, which is aggressiveness of offensive, not play calling, but do they go for it on fourth down? Do they punt? Do they go for it? Do they kick a field goal? And to me, if you look at the percentage of scores that are a touchdown, it's the highest this season since 1998. So over 20 years, I think the aggressiveness is a big part of it. Jonas, what's your thoughts? Yeah, no, I think just in watching it without even knowing the stats, just watching games throughout the course of the season, I'm seeing more and more teams going for it on fourth down. And it it helps your scoring either way because if you make it, it's great. And if you miss it, oftentimes the other team has a good, especially if it's around midfield. And I don't even think it's just that you have to have a good offense. The Bears went for fourth down four times in a single drive against Green Bay. I think people just look at that as a better option than punting it sometimes just based on what an offensive league is you're you're better off trying to get aggressive than it is leaving your defense out there to get exposed yeah we're straight out of vegas finally home team disadvantage or lack thereof if you look at this season is there's only been 19 additional points scored by the home team 6,283 points by the home team 6,264 by the road team a 19 point edge a lot of people are going to say oh RJ that's COVID because of the lack of fans and all that you can hear the quarterbacks doing his audible calls and that gives the away team an advantage maybe and this is what we'll get into tomorrow last season actually away teams did even better Amazingly, they did even better. Over like 20,000 points have been scored the last two years, and the home away is about eight points, exactly eight points different for the home team. So it was last year, too, and we'll explain why tomorrow. If you missed any of today's show, you can check out the podcast at foxsportsradio.com. It takes a deep dive into what to make of the Brown-Steelers line movement, also the issues for Sam Darnold in New York and what the Jets do next. We are straight out of Vegas, back tomorrow, 6 p.m. Eastern time, 3 o'clock Pacific, right here on Fox Sports Radio, and as always, on the iHeartRadio app. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Any college baseball fans out there, if you're traveling to see your team and need a place to stay, two words for you, graduate hotels. We stayed at the Nashville location for the SEC tournament. It was awesome. Beautiful rooms, cool vibe, and perfect location. They have over 30 hotels in the best college towns. And get this, they'll give you up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's C-R-S-H-O-W. Good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Book today at graduatehotels.com. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. 